Hey, friends. Episode 106 of Revisiting Sunnydale. I am Camila. I'm Marcella. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's day whatever of quarantine. COVID quarantine. Day <laughs> we're never getting out. I don't I, know. I have no idea. We're like on month two now is, is where yeah. we are. Is that, is that accurate? Because I yeah. have no idea how many days it's been. We're into um, May. Yeah. So it's, two, I think we started in March, so two full months now. Yeah. So uh, how many home improvement projects have you completed? Or uh, I just started the garden work. And of course, it's going to drop to like 29. Right? Like, thanks. Right? Thanks so much. I waited. Like, I was like, I'm going to do April this year because I really want my stuff in like July. Right. I was like, no, no, it's been so upsy downsy. I thought, May? That's fine. Clearly. Of course, May. Surely May, it'll be nice warm weather. Nope. It's going to snow this weekend, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I am so pissed off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The earth is so angry with us right now. Yeah. I really feel like, you know, because COVID, it seemed like COVID flourished more in the cold. And Mother Nature was like, you ain't done yet, bitches. Right. (laughs) I have not gotten rid of nearly enough of you for me to sustain myself. (laughs) We need another round. Right. So, yeah. So, and that's what it feels like. It feels like Mother Earth is attacking us. Uh huh. Because, you know, I saw something that was like, uh, was it sea turtles or something? There's like, they're they're living their best lives right now Mm -hmm. with none of you bitches Mm -hmm. on the beaches. Yep. (laughs) The waters are so clear. Right. There's like zero to no smog in LA, which is insane. Unheard of. So my question of quarantine day, whatever, is what, since we're all spending a lot of time at home, we're trying to do takeout at least once a week. Are you? Sometimes we're lazy and it's more than that, but we're trying to do it at least, you know, support local businesses since we can't go out. We try to do takeout at least once a week. What's your favorite place that you're ordering from during quarantine? Oh, because I was being so uh, paranoid about everything. I wasn't really ordering too much <laughs> of anything <laughs> from anybody. Um, but I think, uh, what is it, El Burro? They have amazing Mexican food. Um, mm. There's a place, there's one, I think, in the north side, and there's one over here near me in Regent Square. And I think there's another one, but they, yeah, they're um, burritos and tacos are really good. So, uh, oh. Um, I think uh, my favorite's tasty and healthy. It's a Mediterranean place oh, in Penn Hills. Yeah, they and they do shawarma, oh. which always makes me think of Avengers, and then I laugh mm-hmm. a little. <laughs> and they also have really good tabbouleh, and uh, their food's just really—it's tasty and healthy. There mm-hmm. is no lie there. It is both <laughs> tasty and healthy and cheap, and nice. they deliver right to us, so we love it. Uh, speaking of like tasty and healthy foods, uh, Honey Grow in East Liberty, they're really good too. This mostly like stir fries and you can like, they have the set menu of what it is, but you can also like come up, create your own. And they also have really good um, fresh, like cold pressed juices too. And um, this amazing, like the yogurt dessert that you could like kind of build your own yogurt sundae or whatever. Yeah. So, it's just usually it's like yogurt and fresh fruit and honey or granola wow. or coconut sprinkles or whatever. It's so good. That's awesome. So I would have I had my see. first experience with the free store. Yeah. In Wilkinsburg. I took some donations over those monthly they're, planners that I made. They're accepting stuff now? Yeah, they are. Oh great. You just have to email them. Okay. Email them first, uh, because um the the door is locked. So like I went and I tried to get in and I'm like, Hey, you said I could come. <laughs> What's going on? Why can't I come in? And so they opened the door and they took the stuff and they closed the door and they were like, do you opened it up? And they were like, do you need a receipt or a, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> hold on. Close the door again. And I'm like, this isn't the experience I was expecting at all. This didn't make me feel very good at all. <laughs> Left me cold and alone. Right? <laughs> so then I got an email yesterday from them and they said, thank you so much that with people staying home a lot, They've been really good for people. I was oh, like, yeah, there it is. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. I know. Like, this is, it's so strange. Like, people, it's <laughs> like this whole COVID crisis is like, this pandemic is like, we're separate. It's like people are, are 
caring from a distance, I guess, mm-hmm. is what the best, best thing yes. is. Because yes. I kind of had it the other day. I my, that my mailman was like knocking on my door, and I'm like, like, what do you want? <laughs> and like. <laughs> And You're I, like, the last person I ever wanted right? to talk to. <laughs> right. And I put the find my mask, go open the door, and I and like I think maybe the ba- like Kaj was like getting ready to go down for a nap or something like that. So I was highly agitated because like, you know, knock on the door, the dogs go crazy, mm-hmm. blah 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 yep. blah. So I opened the door kind of aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like about to leave and he looked like he was scared and turned away. And he's like and he's like, Oh, I have certified letter for you certified mail for you i think it's from the water company first of all i don't need you announcing like right (laughs) right like excuse me (laughs) it's a certified letter whatevs let me and then make matters worse he's like i'll have to sign for you so i didn't have to sign for this so So why are you bothering me you knocked on my door for what right (laughs) why are you bothering me to announce to the neighborhood what my mail is get on <laughs> get off my porch and I sprayed Lysol on his head as he walked no. <laughs> I still can't find any Lysol luckily I, I had like bought a case of it before all this happened just because maybe uh, from bo- well yeah and also like boxed because uh, the have you ever ordered from them Mm-mm. it's I mean it's great and sometimes you know it's like oh you gotta spend whatever in order to get the free shipping or whatnot. And it was one of those like last minute. I was like, okay, sure. I'm sure we'll always be like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and sure enough, winning. <laughs> nice. That's how I feel about, have you tried to order booze from the PA site? No, I've been ordering. I ordered some from vampire.com the other day. I nice. got three, three bottles of wine. But, uh, nice. but if you order... Uh, booze from the PA store, you have to go pick it up? Or? No, you can either call your order in and go pick it up uh-huh. or you can try to order from the online site that's real sketchy. Mm. It's like up, it's down, it's up, it's down, and then they send it right to your house. Really? Yeah. So I already made an order a couple w- weeks ago and it came maybe a week and a half ago. Oh, nice. And I was telling a friend about it and they went to get in and they couldn't they couldn't get in. It was down. And I was like, oh, that sucks. And then my mom called and she was like, it's up. Look, just go here and click on this. And I was like, really? So I went to test it and it was up and I was like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm ordering my sixth bottle limit because I don't know when this is going to end. So <laughs> right? even though I just got six bottles, I bought right. six more because like, well, it's not like it won't get drank eventually right. <laughs> because we are all drinking. All right, so that brings us to Life Serial, Season 6, Episode 5, original air date October 23rd, 2001, written by Jane Espenson and David Fury, directed by Nick Mark. Okay. Buffy's powers are tested by Andrew, Jonathan, and Warren, who seek to expose and exploit her weaknesses in an effort to destroy her. <laughs> Important guest stars, Amber is Tara, Adam Bush is Warren, Danny Strong is Jonathan, Tom Link is Andrew, and we get introduced to James C. Leary as Clem. Who, at this point, was only known as the uh, loose skin demon. Oh. <laughs> he hadn't been named as Clem quite yet. I wonder what the story behind that is. Like, how, like, was it always part of a thing to um, bring him back on as a reoccurring character? Or was, did everybody just have such a delightful time with him? Right. And he didn't, he doesn't even really say that much. We should also include Anthony Stewart. (laughs) I know, but he's always a star in my eyes. I know. It (laughs) sucks so bad that he's a Heather Locklear this season. I know. It's so messed up. <clears throat> All right, so Buffy's going through some stuff. She comes back home from seeing Angel with a bucket of chicken and <laughs> doesn't want to talk about seeing Angel. Nope. I never noticed, I don't know how I never noticed, but that Dawn's chair is just duct taped together. Meh. <laughs> like a lot of duct tape. <laughs> nice. I, I appreciate those little details because... Uh-huh. Because, yes, there should have been more of that happening throughout. Right. Because that demon did mess up that whole (laughs) house. (laughs) It's really funny that they just have her chair duct taped together. (laughs) And Giles thinks it's a good time to ask Buffy about what her life plans are. It's not a good time. 
I still feel like you come back from the dead, you get at least a month off. Like, right. Like, has she, it's been barely a week, I think. Right. At this point. And like, her friend spent all her money. This is not her problem. Like, they owe right. her. Like, right. this is not. Like, my life plans are to collect the money that my friends owe me, Willow, right. Tara. Back rent. Back rent for right. how long have I been dead? Eight months. You owe me eight months of rent. Right. Let's get to it, ladies. <laughs> Where's this month's rent? (laughs) And it's not per couple. It's not like a couple rate. It's each of you. (laughs) Each of you owe me rent. (laughs) And and don't even get me started on utilities. And Dawn, you're not the key anymore. Get a job. (laughs) Seriously, you're 16, I think. Get a job. Yeah, it's time for you to start pulling your weight, sweetie. And on the flip side, the trio is making plans to learn what Buffy's weaknesses are. I love them so much. They just offer, I mean, they offer a, a just a extreme amounts of comedic relief at this mm-hmm. for this entire season, and I love it. And it's also, you know, some people complain about how they're just not really a real nemesis for Buffy. There's not, it's not a real big bad. But no, they're not. And we'll see who the true big bad turns out to be at the end of this season. Yeah. But I mean, they're just, it's still great. Just the way that they, I consider they do fuck with her a lot. <laughs> like, I know that the trio is supposed to be the first half of the years for most of the seasons, big bad, but to me, it's, it's more Warren. Mm-hmm. And Warren, we don't know it yet at this point, but Warren is one of the most, diabolical villain she will ever face yeah and he's human yes warren is human um and also like his his motives are just so much more like diabolical than mostly and like he doesn't like sure i guess he wants to take on the world or take over the world but it's just also i think it's just that deep-seated misogyny it's like there's no way this girl can beat me that kind of thing and he just he hates women yeah, and he gets worse and worse over the course of the season. Right. Andrew, though. Oh, I just want to. He's I just along for the ride. Him and I love him. He <laughs> has drawn the second Death Star <laughs> on the side of their supposed to be creeper stalker van that they're going to drive around and test Buffy in. And he's put this huge Death Star on the side of it. Mad props to his um, air- impressive airbrushing skills. Right. <laughs> It looks like he did that freehand. Like, right? <laughs> and I don't think anybody, like, really gives him credit for that. No. I mean, that shit is dope, man. <laughs> right? Instead, he's just like, I could paint over it if you want. <laughs> yes! <laughs> like, otherwise, you might as well just, like, paint our names on the side of the Right. <laughs> so, there are kind of, like, three phases to this episode. And the first phase is Warren. Right. And these and- all, he's also... um that correlate with what Buffy, her phases as well. Yeah. So Buffy has decided, okay, she's going to try out some stuff to figure out what her life plans are going to be. And on the same trip, so like she's, this is separated into like three different phases, what she decides to do, and then the boys, what they end up doing, each one of them is taking turns of fucking with her. And the first part for Buffy is she's going to do something I didn't know you were allowed to do, which is to go back to school, but to really just go sit in on a class to see if you want to take it. Yeah. Which, to me, I don't, I'm not sure that's a thing. I, I, you, you just can't go sit in like the, you got to go to the school. I don't know. I've never tried it. and I've never known anybody that's done it in real life, but it seems to be a thing in television and movies a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've seen it happen in pop culture. <laughs> but, so she goes and she sits in on one of Willow's classes, which, which bad idea. Big mistake. Big mistake. <laughs> Why would you start it's there? Way too advanced. <laughs> it's a she needed like class. some coloring classes, right? Seriously, because and like Buffy's concerned that she's not following what's being what's happening. Well, I guess you're not. They're like what? And they're probably like the third semester of yeah. this class, and every, you haven't read the material. You don't know what's going on, and they just kind of jump into talking about God knows what. <laughs> and Willow just keeps saying, no, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. And then she seamlessly jumps in with the rest of them and is right back to, no, you'll be fine. <laughs> Buffy's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm done here. So she goes to a kind of coloring class <laughs> with, they. well, first they're walking through the halls because they're on their way for her to go to a class with Tara now. And Art someone full on 
yes, art of which I love. Mm-hmm. And someone just full on bumps into Buffy, which Willow was very offended by. Didn't she call him a jerko? <laughs> yeah, like Rudo? <laughs> or Rudo. <laughs> you say Good excuse one. me, Rudo. Good one, which Will. I have wanted to say so many times to people. <laughs> I hate when someone bumps into me and they don't say excuse me. It's so rude. Yeah. But turns out it was Warren and he put something on Buffy. Dun dun dun. And so, this is where it gets interesting. Mm-hmm. So Willow leaves Buffy with Tara. Buffy and Tara are having a little chat about the art history class or whatever. And then it like skips forward and Tara is talking to Buffy about Willow's yummy face. And Buffy's like, huh? And then we just, Buffy goes to get a drink of water and it skips forward. And Willow or, or Tara's like, are you coming to class or not? And then we skip. So it's just like Buffy's life is being fast forwarded like 30 minutes at a time. <laughs> yeah. And it's really strange. I, and Tara, like nobody else is experiencing this. Like, Tara's just like, are you coming? Buffy, you missed class. Uh, like, why? I don't understand why she continues to just, like, leave Buffy behind. Right. So, <laughs> Buffy was... So, this happened. She was talking to Buffy, and Buffy was staring in the book. All right, sure. And you thought right. she was listening to you. Okay. And then she's talking to Buffy, and Buffy is, what, like, drinking water from the water fountain for 30 minutes? And you're just right. watching this happen, and you walk all the way down the hall. And right. And you go into class, and just, like, the whole class, you leave her outside, never check on her at all. <laughs> And then things really speed up when she's trying to chase her through the courtyard after class because she just left her again. And I just noticed your shirt, which is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I'm currently wearing my Hawkins Middle School AV Club 1984 t-shirt for those in the know. It's a pretty rad shirt. (laughs) Uh, For those in the know, you know. Um, (laughs) And for those that don't, look it up and then get to know. Right. And I think I got it from T Public, so it was a um, it was an independent artist who designed this. Awesome, I love those. I like T Turtle and all the. I love them. Yeah. So Buffy is getting thrashed in the courtyard. Like time has sped up so much that everybody else is a blur, and she's just getting knocked around. And she makes her way under a table and realizes that number one, she wore a bustier to school, <laughs> and number two. There's something on her sweater. <laughs> and Which it's I'm, microscopic. I'm surprised you found it. Me too. <laughs> Exploding lint, she calls it later. That's right. how small it was. Right. But she kept hearing something. She kept hearing some noise, like buzzing or whatever. And she figured out it was the exploding lint. Which, it's a camera. But also, is it, the, is it the thing that's, that's causing yeah. the speed up so it wasn't a yeah because as soon as it explodes everything stops and goes all right so the boys are Back watching they're kind of freaked out oh my god what do we do what do we do and then self-destruct mode lint explodes and then everything goes back to normal for Buffy. And then they commence to raiding each other. Raiding right. Warren. Because this was this Warren's is, It's idea. a game. <laughs> They're scoring each other on how long the experience took, how fast Buffy got out, figured it out and got out of it. How much of a inconvenience it was to her. Or freak out. Freak out level. Yeah. And then we cut to the next day. And now we're in a second phase. I'm a little miffed that we don't actually get everybody's score. Like we get right. Warren's score was 220, and then we they see they talk to give about us Andrew. Does Andrew right. get a score? No, he's like, like he got a bonus for something for getting her fired, but that was that's all they said. And then Jonathan, they talk about Jonathan's score based on the time frame, but then they get in an argument about how long it took. Right. So I don't think he gets a score either. No. So the second phase is now the construction phase and Andrew. So she's decided to go. Apparently, you can just do this. <laughs> you can yeah. just go to work with your friend sure. and work there for the day without having filled out any uh, paper credit checks or no. background checks or nope. security clearance. Or, or having was- had any sort of construction training yep. or experience whatsoever. And yep. not she's not unionized. Uh, Nothing. So... <clears throat> Xander introduces her to Tony, the foreman. Tony's Tony's pissed. Tony's real pissed. Which, as foreman, you should just say, get your friend out of here. Right. Exactly. I ain't got time for this nonsense. Right. 
Because, I okay, sure, on site, Buffy's like, what, 75 pounds, five foot, <laughs> like soaking yeah. wet with mm-hmm. boots on. <laughs> and sure, I guess she looks like she can't lift or whatever, but yep. I feel like not, like, they have machines for lifting stuff on construction yeah. sites. So. Yeah. That was just straight up misogyny that's seeping from the unfinished walls of this construction site. And she just, the the one guy from Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the only thing I ever remember him from. He was also on an episode of Angel. Was he? Oh, that's yeah. right. He's one of the in, uh, gang members or something? Yeah, he's usually a gang member. So this is a fresh... This is a fresh take on what this, this young man has been doing. He's usually a <laughs> right. Angry he takes her over to some beans and says, you know, we got to move these heavy ass beams. And she just picks one up. And they're like a couple hundred pounds, he says. Uh huh. And she just picks it up and puts it on her shoulder and walks away. And she just starts stacking them. It's taking like two guys at a time to move them. And she's moving just one at a time. Again, I feel like there should be machines to move these beams. Agreed. <laughs> like, no human should be tasked with having to lift these couple hundred pound beams. Yeah. And so dude, and like, she... she's moving these and she's chatting. And I guess she's going through pretty quickly. <clears throat> too much, too quickly for one of the dudes liking. He's like, yo, we get paid so by mad. the hour. Stop, <laughs> stop fucking this up. <laughs> He's so mad. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after, you know, she's kind of off on her own just doing stuff and the boys are standing there stalking her again and it's now Andrew's time to take his pan flute <laughs> and summon some demons and three de- uh, Tony is getting ready to talk to her but some demons the demons show up she tosses him out the way conveniently knocks him out for a second while she fights these demons, but it's not like um, nobody saw this. There's like three or four other construction mm-hmm. workers who, who witness everything, and they're yep. all, as Buffy points out later, like huddled in a corner crying because <laughs> she saves their lives. And they all just turn on her. Like It's so messed up. It and is. there's no proof because when she kills them, they turn into little puddles of water. Right. What else left is like a little wet stain on the concrete. So I don't understand. First of all, Xander is a bitch for just not really having her back in front of everybody. Yeah. He's like telling her, no, this is my job. Your job is demons. And she makes a great point. Like, I cannot control where these things attack me. Right. <laughs> Could she have maybe taken them outside so she didn't destroy some of the whatever it is they're building? Sure. 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 But still, quick thinking and she handled it. Two, I don't understand why Andrew thought demons were the way to go. Like this is her job. Like she 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 kills demons like like five a day, maybe. Right. <laughs> Been doing right. so for like the last five years. Well, I guess that's his thing, is just summoning demons and yes. flying mon- monkeys and I guess so. And then third uh, Fast and the Furious dude is like, you know, nobody backs him up, backs her up when she says what's happening. He's like, no, she must be crazy. Is it that time of the month? Listen, I wanted to punch him in the face. In case there are, there's like two or three people left in the world that don't understand, that is the quickest way to get yourself cut. Mm-hmm. Is to say that to a woman, mm-hmm. no matter what, no matter what the situation yep. is. Because let's be honest, 98% of the time, that's not what it is. Right. You've done something fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) There's maybe 2% of the time that, yes, that is what it is. Right. And more than likely, we know. We're very much aware (laughs) that that is why we're behaving as such. (laughs) So it turns out that construction is just not going to be in the cars for Buffy. Just yeah, a school so, is just not going to be in the cards for Buffy. So once Xander gets away from his construction worker buddy, he's like, yeah, I believe you. Man, fuck you, Xander. I- fuck you, Xander. <laughs> I don't know how many different ways we have to say it. <laughs> fuck you, Xander. So on to the magic box. <laughs> Which this part is just... This one tickles me. Yes. <laughs> Anya is explain- like starts to explain to Buffy uh, about 
retail and all that stuff. And as she's talking, <clears throat> we move the cam- you know, camera and our site, our, our point of view moves into the van with Boyzar. And so we just hear Anya talking about there was one time this woman offered, ordered a sapphire. And does she say sapphire ding dong? She sure did. Okay. I, <laughs> the she sure did. Which leads me to... Y'all sell dildos at the magic box? <laughs> like, are they just on the shelf somewhere? Right. And and it's, we're not allowed, were we not allowed to say dildo, but we're allowed to say ding dong on television? Ding dong. <laughs> yeah. We're back in those times where we still weren't allowed to say things like that. <laughs> like on Dawson's Creek where they had to come up with interesting words for masturbation. Oh, really? Walk your dog. Oh, Jesus. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> How does that so, cleverly turn into a euphemism for it? Like, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to. I have a dog. I don't want to. Never mind. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> so, <laughs> how are you? For sidebar for a second, how are you currently watching your Buffy? Uh, either DVD or Hulu, depending. You didn't upon. buy the deal. You didn't get oh, the deal. I, I did buy the deal. I just can't okay, good. that it's there. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you guys don't know, a couple weeks ago. Voodoo was like, hey, Buffy fans, have the world. <laughs> and they gave us all seven seasons for $29.99. I think it's still, this deal is still going on. And if it is, run, run. Yeah, seriously. Seven seasons of TV. We were paying that per DVD set, if I not know, more. Right? Way oh, more. God, dude. It was I think like, they were like fifty nine ninety nine. dollars Exactly. Actually. Like the only way you're getting like $30 for it is if you went to the exchange. Yep. Like, so go like buy it. Seriously. Shit, I just bought all the Star Wars because they had it on sale for ninety nine ninety nine. I was like, stimulus. Really? Like <laughs> <laughs> That's been my, my wow. mantra lately. Stimulus. Fuck it. Mine has been, oh, I could I can pay twelve ninety nine not to walk downstairs. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> And then you're like, oh, I hate myself. So much. <laughs> exactly. I just bought Blade the other night because of that. <laughs> the worst Voodoo. is when I'm in the living room and it's literally right there, and I'm just like, I don't even want to get up. But now I got to change inputs. And- right? Uh, no, <laughs> no. not doing it. I'm not doing it. So Buffy has to work. I am grown. I know. <laughs> I'm a grown woman. I don't have to. I can do I what I want. <laughs> you can't make me do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes so Buffy's working retail and uh, Giles gives her a little bit of of advice of just think of it as when I was doing this I thought of it as the libraries and not really paying attention to making the sale just pay attention more to customer service and satisfying yes. the customer blah 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 and Anya tells her to go help this woman who just comes in and some rando dude is like hey which one of these candles is more sensuous <laughs> <laughs> and the choices are slug essence of slug or like lemon verbena or something yeah I don't know. dude if you gotta ask like you shouldn't be wasting this poor woman's time about mm-hmm. trying to sleep you really shouldn't <laughs> and the trio has decided that it's it's now jonathan's turn and they're really confused like they think they don't understand what's going on with Buffy. She has absolutely no focus. <laughs> I think it's funny that they're taking, that they're yeah. taking so much interest in so much. Like seriously, what, what are her say? life? What are her life goals? Andrew called her some kind of like selling person. Yes. <laughs> really? Come on, man. Shop clerk. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so now Jonathan person. is going to work his mojo but all the, he has to use his magic bone <laughs> which makes them all giggle mm-hmm. and he makes them all hold hands and andrew's very upset about this with each other <laughs> <laughs> warren's like you know what homophobia really <laughs> says about you exactly which is probably the best teachable moment ever even though i feel like it was still kind of supposed to be like a burn yeah <laughs> <laughs> I love Andrew so much. I I really just want to stick him in my pocket. I know. So unfortunately, Buffy's new experience has kicked off. And she has to, yes, help this lady who wants a mummy hand. She apparently called in and said she wanted this mummy hand and she's come to pick it up. 
So Buffy goes downstairs to get said mummy hand, but the thing is not cooperating because it's still alive. Um, I feel like this thing should have been in a box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's just sitting there. Yep. It's all free and whatnot. What was just it? hanging out? <laughs> Although it has a uh, an aura of don't fuck with me and I won't fuck with you. And I think right. that's why maybe it didn't like being in a box. So they maybe. had to take it out and it was just like, just leave me alone. <laughs> I'm gonna sit on this shelf. Maybe just leave me alone. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Buffy disturbed its slumber, and she stabs it with a with a sword or knife or something, and brings it to the lady. Lady's like, "It's dead. The power's gone. I can't use this." And then <gasps> start restart, and I'll start that all damn over again. doorbell. The chime on the door has rung, and she's back to zero. Giles gives his advice again. Anya comes back over to her and to chat. Buffy's like, who, what, huh? Dude with the candles. Lady wants a mummy ham. And we the do this. The trio is just so pleased. They are giddy. So basically the task is, is that this will, this moment keeps reloop, keeps looping until Buffy satisfies the customer. Which, let me take a moment to ask a very valid question, I feel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you remember season one? The episode with, I think her name, was it Marcy, the Invisible Girl? Yeah. Do you remember the school that she went to? Yes. Where they kidnapped her and took her to and were making like a bunch of assassin children? Right, right. How did this trio not end up on their radar if they're Mm. capable of doing these types of things? Seriously. Yeah, like you're looping time, dude. Looping time. And the other one is speeding time up. Uh Uh-huh. And it's all like... Jonathan uses magic. He has learned magical well, arts. Like, well. You know. Yeah, he, yeah let's, let's talk about his entire, like, shifting the world. Right. Into making he should have been scooped up then. Right, exactly. Andrew can somewhat dabble in the mystic arts. Yeah. But even Warren's devices are all scientific in nature. Mm-hmm. He's not using any magical arts, no mystical means. He's just brilliant. Right. So I don't understand how the government hasn't scooped him up. Exactly. Because he should have been on somebody's radar a long time uh-huh. ago with the with the robots. Yep. With the robot girlfriends. So, so those yeah. are the kind of like comic stories I would love to see like side shoots somebody write someday. Right. Because it's also like one of those things like I was always... Met, like pissed that they never revisited that again anyway just because Marcy? The, yeah just because of the yeah. way that they left it it was mm-hmm. clearly it was like this could come back like this should have come back like towards the end of the season or something there should have been a it should have been it more very, than what at they minimum did. yeah at minimum an episode in season four where Marcy shows up at school right at UC Sunnydale she's mm-hmm. now in college right I would love to see where Marcy is now Exactly. So she's the puppy is having a hard time. There's a lot of a lot of comedy, a lot of physical comedy going on with the mummy hand. She catches <laughs> on rather quickly that she's looping, right? And she gets real frustrated with Giles cleaning his glasses every single time. <laughs> this cracks me up. She rips his glasses out of his hands <laughs> and stomps on them. My favorite though is when she just breaks down into tears and starts yes. sobbing. <laughs> And everyone's like, Miss, Miss. <laughs> she tries to go out the front door and she comes or she tries, she goes out the back door and ends up coming right back in the front door. Uh, and then she rips she, the bell off the wall. <laughs> rips the bell off, tells the guy to go with the slug because she's not going to sleep with you anyway. <laughs> the mummy hand attacks the lady. The mummy hand attacks Buffy. It's all going wrong. So basically, this is what it's like to work in retail. <laughs> anyway. Yes, it's very close. <laughs> <laughs> until Buffy finally figures out what to do yep. she tells the lady we cannot give there's something wrong with that mommy hand we can't give that to you but I can we can special order something and ship it to you wherever woman seems to be okay with that and yep. so customer is satisfied yay Buffy made her first sale oh no looks like she forgot to charge for shipping <laughs> <laughs> and Anya was very very much is ready to point that out Giles is like, oh, you know, it's just five. It's the first day. She's like, that's okay. I'll just take it out of your paycheck. <laughs> and Buffy's like, 
that's fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm out. Takes off her name tag, drops it on the counter. Deuces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't. He's do like, this I'm with done. People, I'm not doing this with y'all anymore. <laughs> no, can't stand it. I'm just not doing it. So she gives up and goes drinking like most of us do. <laughs> yes. And this takes us into what I like to call final phase. We kick mm. off final phase where the boys have to do their last ditch effort, figuring out and tallying. And she goes into the darkness with our friend Spike. Uh, Spike is just sitting there. Like she's drinking. She's compl- with him. She's complaining to him about what's going on. Like somebody's messing with her. And he's like, You should really like try to figure it out. Go out there. And he's like, Giles ain't going to help you with those looking up in the library books and all that jazz. And maybe you should go out and crack some skulls and go out because you are a creature of the darkness like myself. <laughs> okay, this is cool and everything. Like Spike's like, Yo, you're not a shop girl and you're not a construction worker. You're not, you're not built for school. This is cool and everything, Spike, but she still needs money. Right, right. <laughs> she can't just scare people. Right. She's not just going to go lurking around in the darkness with you. <laughs> she still needs to pay. She has a mortgage to pay. <laughs> he's in full-on lean mode in this scene. Like, full-on? And he's not... Full-on. And there's nothing mode. to lean on. <laughs> no, they're sitting on top of a coffin. And he's just... Oh, it's delicious. <laughs> Every time Buffy takes a drink, she makes this sound <laughs> that is also the sound that I kind of make when I do yeah, a shot. Like it's, it <laughs> it's the sound you make when you drink in straight liquor. Like, ah. <laughs> and, and I love that this is an on, it's, it's an ongoing gag. It yes. goes on throughout the rest of the episode. <laughs> and even when she's not on camera and you hear this, she's, she's taking a drink. You just kind of hear it off camera. And it's, it's, it's so wonderful. <laughs> it's so wonderful. And Spike is just loving every single second of hanging out with her he is un- like like yeah he's literally undressing her with his eyes like i mm-hmm. like like every no not even not even dressing. he's full-on eye-fucking her yep like this is <laughs> he wants her to try on his world yeah. and see how good it feels sure okay okay you say so <laughs> so he takes her to a bar <clears throat> where the <laughs> Bartender is like a serpent or something. It's really gross when he's just like Spike. Why? Why? I feel violated. <laughs> so he takes her to this bar and he gets them drinks, but Buffy just snatches the bottle out of the guy's hand and she's just chugging tequila. Myself, I'm going to be in the bathroom very quickly when you just chug in tequila. You can't just chug tequila. No. Maybe her slayerness gives her a stronger stomach than the rest of us. I guess, but there's no, there's very, there's no, there's no liquor that I could just take to the head like that. No, (laughs) no. Maybe after you're already drunk, you're like, yeah, but no, not already, already have made like several other poor choices. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So they go to the back room, and there's a poker game happening, and Spike wants in. <laughs> and Buffy's mad because she thought they were there to crack skulls. And she walks in and say, and he tells her that they are the low lifes, and she announces to the room, ah, so these are the low lives. <laughs> She's lost all sense of cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. She's drunk. <laughs> she doesn't want to play poker. She wants to know which one she can beat up for information. <laughs> And Spike explains to her that they talk while they play. They'll learn more by playing and than by understandably, yeah, understandably so, Buffy has no patience for this, but she pulls up a chair and settles in with her bottle of tequila and waits. <laughs> anyway. Until they pull out the kittens. <laughs> kittens? <laughs> this is where this episode is just is so funny. Like, really? Yeah. Kittens? Yes, they these these minions of hell are playing poker for kittens. For tiny They're tabbies. Pe- yes, apparently, I guess for everybody except Spike, they are food. Yeah. Instead of currency, but it still is weird because it'd be like me playing for cake, playing right, <laughs> playing <right>. poker. <laughs> <laughs> not exactly high stakes no <laughs> like and y'all can find kittens and cats just about anywhere in the alleyways <laughs> like i see a cat and walk through the alleyway nightly it's just <laughs> and how come these cats
cats weren't making noise before. Like when they finally pull them up on the table, they start like meowing. But right. <laughs> so then Spike has no currency. So he's like asking who's going to advance him a tiny tabby. And he says, oh, come on. Somebody has to stake me. And Buffy's like, I'll do it. <laughs> and I love that she's actually just like, what? You thought I was just going to let that lay there? Right. <laughs> like, on, she takes another drink and you hear her. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> So the boys are coming to find her and they're having a discussion about Bond. (laughs) And I don't even recall how it gets started, but. And it goes so far off the rails that it ends up being my burn of the week with Andrew. I love it though. Uh, I love it. (laughs) I love how we cut, like we keep cutting back and forth from like the poker game to them. And they're just still like bitching about. Because yes, it started because Andrew was like, we're like super villains, like Dr. No. And then somebody says something about Sean Connery or something like that. And then it they, escalates. Yes. It escalates to Roger Moore is the best. No. Uh, Timothy Dalton is the best. <laughs> And it just, it goes off the rails in both locations. They're arguing about Bond. Spike has just been caught for cheating. <laughs> Clem, they all start to get a little tussle and they start uh, accusing each other of cheating. And then they somebody bitches about her, him bringing the Slayer and he kills their kind. And Clem's like, I don't even know how you can stand to look at her. Her skin is so tight. <laughs> And Buffy's just back there like, I am not going to help you fight. Right. Just like, I'm not <laughs> defending your honors. Like, I'll I'll fight for information, but I'm not getting in a bar fight <laughs> for you. So, so yes, she lets the cats go. She's <laughs> like, beefy kittens, run. <laughs> so, yes, your bird of the week. Actually, I guess there were two because I do really love the part in the front of the bar when Buffy's going off on Spike about how you were going to help me and tonight sucks. And it's look at stupid Buffy, too dumb to be a schoolgirl, too strong to be a construction worker. And she can't even do her job properly at the magic shop. And she's really mad at him for cheating at kitten poker. (laughs) And he's just like. She calls him a neutered vampire. Yes. Rude. A neutered vampire who cheats a kitten poker. <laughs> and like, his only response is, oh, you saw the cheating. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and then he does like that jaw thing he does when he's a little. Yeah. <laughs> and then comes my other burn with the trio where Andrew is just so upset about Timothy Dalton. <laughs> But he screams out that Timothy Dalton should win an Oscar and beat Sean Connery over the head with it. <laughs> my, my favorite is like prior to that, when they start ramping up to all of this, that I think they're driving to the car and Andrew says something about Sean Connery is the only actor of the bunch. And Warren's like, you're insane. You're short and you're insane. <laughs> <laughs> the level of comedy in this season is just upped by like, a hundred percent yeah it's so good <laughs> and so buffy has like stormed off and i guess spike expected her to be a little further off in her storming <laughs> seriously because <laughs> he full-on runs into her but he's the like, reason oh. she's not is because she sees this van again <laughs> and i forgot earlier that at the construction site when they were arguing about something they accidentally fell on the right Star Wars the horn. horn. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so Andrew did indeed cover up the Death Star, but he didn't get rid of the horn that played the theme song. So that's Fair the enough. first time she noticed the van. <laughs> and I guess she also recalls it being out in front of the magic box, which it was like a full on smoke out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like in front of there it was like Cheech and Tom were, were hanging out. <laughs> because Andrew had to, you know, use fire for his spell. <laughs> So then they don't know what to do. So they send Jonathan out, who has just transformed himself into this giant demon. And then it's so silly. I fucking love it so much. Cause it's like the pick of destiny demon. It's like, <laughs> it's so stupid. And they take off. Like the van just leaves him there. Right. But what he says to her, like, <laughs> like hold on. So 
she <laughs> she goes after the van and he comes out and she like she kicks him and he's like i am well struck i call on the misty portal to my demon dimension and he's like where i will where i will lay my head and gently die <laughs> His voice cracks, and he throws a smoke bomb and runs off. And in the midst, of, and in the midst of the smoke bomb, you see James Marsters looks like he's cracking up. Like yes, he's, like, he, he's got a grin. He does. <laughs> he can't help it because it is ridiculous. It's absolutely. He's and he's trying so hard, and Buffy's trying to do her line, but then he ran off so slowly and awkwardly too. <laughs> So, yeah. So, like, she goes to punch him. She misses because she's drunk. But then she comes back and, and kicks him in the chest. <laughs> it's the where, where I will lay my head and gently die. <laughs> that. <laughs> and then when he runs up to the van and they're like, get in. And he's like, I'm too big. I won't fit. <laughs> and she's like, well, do the thing. He's like, oh, yeah. And he goes back to, to Jonathan. And... <laughs> gets in the van and he's like she hurt me all over <laughs> and then andrew andrew full-on fanboys about the slayer touched you and <laughs> he does so i was like yeah she's real sexy how she she kicked my ass or basically <laughs> and they're like but you were a big demon he's like yes i was a big demon but proportionally i still had the strength of well me, me. <laughs> So they start to boast. Like Warren is feeling pretty good about. It. He's like, dudes, like we have, we took on the Slayer and survived. Andrew points out, unless he dies of internal bleeding later, but <laughs> <laughs> but they're feeling pretty good about what they have accomplished and about and, what they found. Right, they've got all this data, I guess, and I'm not and sure. Free cable porn. They That's also they're most found about. free cable porn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they've had a great day. <laughs> they've had a great day. Great couple days. Has this all been one day or has this been a, several days? I hope it was not all the same day. I hope it was like a week. <laughs> yeah, but it could have been one day. It could have been. But she like, wears three different outfits or four different outfits. So yeah. let's say it was a few days. Okay. She comes back home and there's Papa Giles ready with a glass of water because that tequila has finally caught up with her ass. Burp. And she does not feel good. <laughs> <laughs> and he tells her that she was being tested by something. But that she she made it through each test. Right. Like, you gotta, you know, go easy on yourself. You did it. You passed those tests. You're alive. You're here. Right. You know. <laughs> It's like life. Like when we all get thrown some curveball COVID and struggles mm-hmm. and whatnot, it's life is testing you and you're, you're being tested. And, you know, it depends on mostly how you deal with it, how you go about doing it. It's always it's not always necessarily whether you win it or not. But it's I think a lot of times it's the lesson that you learn going through with it. Yep. And then I think Giles, unfortunately, makes a huge mistake here. Hmm. Being Papa Giles and being sweet, he gives Buffy a check. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's okay. You don't have to figure everything out just yet. You're pushing too hard. It's fine. Here's some monies. That will help. Because she mentions, you know, I think the phone company might have something to say about me not pushing myself so hard. And he's like, well, I think I can do something about that. Which I'm not exactly sure how much this check was for. Like, is this just enough for back owed monies that she had? Or is this like a year's worth of salary that he gave her that she should be comfortable like, was this enough to pay your debtors and then be comfortable for several months? She yep. even says, this makes me feel safe. Mm-hmm. You're not ready for the <laughs> world outside. And she's not. <laughs> she's really not. And yet, like, he's so wishy-washy. He's like, yes, I love you. Here's some money. We're going to fix everything. And then instead of, like, you know, teaching her how to deal with things, he's like, fuck you. I'm going back to London. Peace. Right. <laughs> Hope that Figure helps. it Good out. Luck. Right. I've Good done luck. my part. <laughs> I wrote a check. Oh, Giles. <laughs> oh. You'll never, you'll never do this if I don't leave. Well, I mean, we could at least try to do it together. Right. Like, like just, she, she still needs a helping hand. Like, right. Because <laughs> clearly, this girl does not know the first thing about adulting. No. Like honestly, not so, at all. 
he needs to, aside from just setting her up with a fat check, he needs to set her up with a plan. Like they need yeah. to sit down together and come to, to terms with, okay, this is how you pay the bill, a water bill. This right. is how you, you know, you call dispute charges on your credit card. Right. <laughs> this, is, this is how you make a resume. <laughs> <laughs> but no. No, this is these are the things you need to take to the bank for a loan. Right. Not your report card. (laughs) Bodies dropped this week. There were three unidentified demons that were summoned by a pan flute that Buffy (laughs) killed at the construction site. Thanks to the Buffy Wiki. Mm -hmm. Uh, It does pass the Bechdel test, sort of. cut. Yeah. Tara talking to Buffy about Willow's yummy face. Yeah. But it was barely because I think it's like a 10 percent. Yeah, it's like very low on the on the scale. The random trivia this week is that I found online was a meeting between Buffy and Angel takes place immediately before this episode and between the corresponding episodes of Angel Carpe Noctum, which I love so much. That's Mm. the one where Angel gets body swapped with the old man. Yes, It's so good. Uh huh. (laughs) And then Fredless, the episode where we meet, I believe, Fred's parents. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's they're... the subject of a Jane Espenson Buffy Angel comic called Reunion, which I've never heard of and mm-hmm. never read. Uh, though even in the comic, we don't learn what happened at their meeting. So what's, what's the, the fuck point? is this comic about? What's the point? Yeah, what's the point? <sighs> Anybody out there ever read it? Let us know. Yeah, seriously, because I'm not going to go tracking it down if it's not going right. <laughs> to fulfill me. I still haven't like gone through and read the rest of these these uh, Buffy comics. I have the very I've, I've last got Spike one. Comments. I've got Faith and Angel comics, and I still have had them for <laughs> years. Still haven't read them. I've decided I just like the way some of my books look on my shelf. They're not meant for me to read. They're just <laughs> for me to. They're geek cred. They live there on the shelf. Because <laughs> so I ain't going to get to it. I'm not going to get to it. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> well, I think we also kind of covered the moral of the story, and it's also, you know, never give up on yourself. Yep. So let us know what you thought of Life Serial. Where did it fall in one of your favorites or least favorites and why? You can let us know by recording an MP3 file less than two minutes and emailing it to us at revisitingsunnydale at gmail.com. We would love to hear getting like an actual voice recording from you so that way we can play it on the air. Or if you'd rather not, we'll, you could just uh, tweet us at uh, Back to Sunnydale or you can write out your thoughts and send them to the same email address or find us on Facebook, chat, talk to us, send us a message there, and um, we'll probably read it on the air. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, next, next week, week. All the way. Now I forget. Otherwise is- known as Dawn Fuck Shit Up. Ah, uh, Dawn. Per use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Must be Tuesday. Must be Tuesday. Dawn's in trouble. Yep. So, yeah. Because they treat her like an idiot. Yeah. All right, Don. So I guess we'll check out your shenanigans for next week. And you can talk to me, Camila, on Twitter at the underscore rugged angel. Or me, Marcel, at msphere733. All right, friends. Thanks for hanging out. And stay home. Stay, if you can, stay healthy. Stay safe. Stay sane. Bye. Bye.